Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reed. Today is May 17th. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Ready and MPC has been conducting a conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, you need to put your camera on. You need to let our team know that you're a newcomer. Naveen? Naveen? Hi there. Yeah, thanks for giving me the opportunity. Uh, good morning, uh, Rahul Garu, sir. Uh, thank you. And I'm sure. actually attending this call for the second time. So not a newcomer, but... Uh, uh, the the issue, question. yeah. So the issue is, uh, I have refiled my EB2 application uh, in month of October 2021. Uh, priority date mm-hmm. is uh, January uh, 2012, uh, January 19, 2012. So it's mm-hmm. current in EB2. However, uh, my refiled applications uh, for both spouse and me got turned to case remains pending status uh, in last few days, uh, and the case status remain will- pending. Yeah, that's the new status. Uh, a lot of people are actually reporting across Telegram. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says mm-hmm. we are temporarily pausing uh, work on your application because immigrant visa number is not available to you. Once an immigrant visa number becomes uh, available, it will be resumed. Yes, I'm pretty aware of. So you need to contact the ombudsman's office telling okay. that, look, my priority date is current. Here is a priority date. This is what you're saying. First, try to chat mm-hmm. with MR to see what they're looking at. Okay. 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 And if you can possibly call the 800 number to check what exactly it is, but still raise a service mm-hmm. request to USCIS to tell, mm-hmm. uh, it's not service request, go to the ombudsman's office, tell them mm-hmm. uh, that, look, my priority date is current. These stupid guys are not looking into my priority date properly. And I'm okay. going to give you the link for ombudsman. It's online. It takes only 15 minutes for you to do it. Oh, that's great. And lastly, just want to update you that my EB3 is actually uh, showing as withdrawn, uh, which was uh, true. Uh, We requested withdrawal and they processed it uh, just this morning for spouse, but not for me yet. So I don't know what's going on with this thing. I would would not have withdrawn it. I don't know why you withdrew it. But anyway, that's Uh, irrelevant, right? Yeah. 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 That's okay. I will check with the next person. Thank you. Next person. Uh, very good morning, Rahul. Uh, the reason I'm calling, I'm, I'm asking the question here is this. Uh, my perm got uh, rejected, my perm application. So the, the two questions that I'm going to, the reason they got rejected is because they said that the job duties are too complex. And they, since the job duties are too complex, you cannot find a person. So you can't apply for this position is a rejection reason. So what I wanted to ask now is if I do my perm application again with the same employer, will it affect anything bad because I already have a rejection with the same employer? Your possibility of getting an audit is very, very high. 
would you recommend to go with a different employer i would recommend if you can get a chance i would go with a different employer can 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 i do two applications at the same time you can. because you can. my employer is saying he will do it uh, because it's his mistake he will he will refile it so can i go with mm-hmm. my employer and then do again with a different employer two at the same time okay you can do that you can do that so okay i have to drop one at then if if one gets approved i didn't said that you have to drop you can still I mean, go proceed with two i140 if you get it but if i if, if if i do two and one gets approved what should be the second what happens to the It's second you you don't have to drop it you can continue if you want to okay but is like i mean the chances are very high of rejecting or getting audited again for the f- company that got rejected you have higher chance of getting re- audited though for the second company you are with it's up to you whether you want to continue with the second i140 or not you don't have to necessarily drop there is no rule that says that you have to drop it next person please Vishwa uh, hi yeah thanks for taking my call uh, my question is uh, i filed my i140 in eb2 then i got my priority date april 2014 along with my spouses uh, last month uh, my wife works in healthcare uh, in in so do you, do you mean to say you you do, you filed the 485 because i140 doesn't you don't file i140 for your wife oh yeah sorry you filed yeah, 485 yeah for file 485 yes uh, when did you file it when did you uh, file about 2 weeks about 2 weeks ago okay yeah so my question is uh, my wife work is works in healthcare uh, and uh, she's not essentially a doctor but she's into it uh, but close, works closely with the healthcare facility so can i request for an expedited green card you I can mean, but when you request when you request expedited i485 or ead uh both both is my question actually i mean that's where no, i'm confused like there's no basis there's no basis for you to request for i485 but she, she can request only her ead though oh okay so in only her ead will be pulled from the case and she'll be approved ead right that it wouldn't right. speed up my case essentially no it won't speed because up I, even though i'm linked to it yeah okay next person please it won't be expedited for you sure If you're a newcomer, um, please let our team know and put your camera on, guys. Charan, go ahead. I'm joining the first time. Um, go ahead, Charan. So, I put the question in the chat. Um, so I have an EB2-140 approved from my previous employer. The current employer... Did you put to everybody or did you put to me? Because there are three Rahuls here. Oh, I did not. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll read it actually. It's very simple. So I have an EB2 from my previous employer and now current employer, I have my EB2. Uh, so they downgraded um, in October 2020 to EB3. Now What is your priority date? date? Uh, May 2014. Okay, um, go ahead. Oh no uh what is the best recommendation uh, for me like so i have I was, i was thinking three options one is uh, uh my current employer can um, um do the interfiling um mm-hmm. or they can apply a new 485 or my the previous employer can I, he can also apply a 485 and also i have i would daughter. i would not I would not go to the previous employer if your current employer has both EB2 and EB3. I will not use the previous employer. Okay. Uh, as far as the medical, so probably they're going to refile, uh, interfile actually. With regards to refile and interfile, I want you to watch this video. Okay. 
Uh, no, they're probably going to interfile, but I have another a last question. For the medicals, uh, should I wait for an RFE or should I uh, go now and do it and send it to... Uh, do it interfile, but don't send it with 485J supplement. Sorry? Uh, interfile medical, but do not file it with the EB2 interfile. Okay, so which service center I should send? Uh, uh, you, can, you can watch the... Uh, uh, I'll give you a, a link where you can get the details, okay? How, where to send it, I'll send you the detail, okay? How to file the medical interfile. Next person, please. Next person, please. Ganesh. Hey, hi, Rahul. Uh, so this question is related to my wife's H4 EAD. So uh, the question is, um, uh, she is currently on H1 and we are uh, trying to file for H4 uh, with H4 EAD. So what happens to her H1 as soon as H4 gets, uh, gets approved? So she will have to discontinue from her work and wait until H4 EAD. Uh, or... Did you not file H1, H4 and H4 EAD together? Uh, yeah, it is together only. So... If you file H4 plus EAD together, both of the things will be approved together. No, if it if in case it is not, what happens? Like uh, uh, then she, she has, has to discontinue. To... She, she can have to discontinue. Okay, uh, until it H4 EAD approves and uh, she has to wait on that. Right? That is right. That is right. But there are some alternatives of not discontinuing. She can go mm -hmm. to Mexico and come back. And if if that happens, so you contact me at that time. I will you tell you a trick with uh -huh. if that 1% of the time where the H4 is approved and EAD is not approved, and if she wants to continue, there is a hacking system, I can do it. You okay. contact me at that time. Okay. 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 You contact okay. me at that time. Next person, please. Shiva? Hey, uh, Raul. Uh, the same uh, on the what Ganesh is asking. So, uh, is that the uh, Margarita switch which you are uh, recommending? That's exactly what I was recommending. Okay. And um, so, there is no way we can continue, Rahul, sir, uh, after H4 or H4 EAD is approved on H1? Why are you asking this like, question? It's only 1% of the time. You can do Margarita switch if that happens. Mm -hmm. Okay. Got it. Okay. You Got contact it. me if that happens, and I will I will tell you how to do the market switch if you don't know how to do it. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Thank you, Ra. Next Ravi. person, please. Ravi. Yeah. Hi, Rahul sir. Yes, go ahead, Ravi. Uh, so this question is uh, this question is about my kid's uh, visa. So she was a U.S. citizen here, but due to emergency purpose, she traveled to India on X visa. Okay, so later on she got her OCA approved. So my question is, I believe she cannot stay more than six months on X visa, right? I, I don't know any information about Indian visas. I'm a US immigration lawyer. I have no clue how that works in India, okay? Okay, if I send her the OCA card, she can stay more than six months? Do we have any I idea have on that? no clue. I have no clue. Okay. I can tell you one thing. Okay. She can stay there 10 years, 20 years, 25 years, 
she will be allowed to back into united states i have no clue how the india works next person please krishna i asked my wife Hi. these questions <laughs> yeah krishna go ahead Hi. when i have to go my own i ask can i go on my expired passport and all those things go ahead krishna yeah so i have a related travel question so my spouse is on h4 visa currently and she got stamping h4 stamping last year which expires in august 19 2022 this year and she got h1 picked but not yet filed like uh, and the employer is willing to file around mid june so and currently i'm on did, a job on did you file your h1b and her h4 extension uh yes i filed yep and uh, what about she, the h4 uh so the tricky part here is uh, i filed my h1b extension and i got a new offer which they are initiating in two weeks in transfer process h1b transfer so they will be initiating the h4 extension with my process again like the transfer mm-hmm. so is it mm-hmm. safe to travel before the initiation and the h4 of her visa is been filed within the next two days and like within the next two weeks and come back like oh so you're going to is she going to file the extension after she comes back uh yes before like she probably. comes back or while she is there uh so it it will be processed along with my h1b transfer so it takes around two weeks I, now my, my question is yes when she files the h4 extension uh-huh. will she be in usa or out um, of usa i think she will be back in usa by the time so she will be back in usa absolutely no problem Okay. But if she is traveling, you cannot file the extension. Okay. Okay. Got it. You got it. Yeah. So if I can have my transfer process like after two or three weeks, then that should be fine by the time she come back to us, right? Yes. You can okay. also even even if you file your H one B, uh huh, based on the receipt notice of your H one B, when she comes back, you can still file the H four H four application too. Like have a separate process. that's right you can do that got and okay. her h1b doesn't have any effect right as i said she got her h1b picked mm-hmm. this year so but is she going to file h1b after she comes back or before she comes back after 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 come back i don't see yes. any pro- after coming back i don't see any problem okay thank you so much before no no next person please suresh Uh, hi rahul thanks for your call sir uh, uh myself uh, ap and ead got approved my wife she is in india currently her case only ead got approved and ap got denied so i booked a l2 visa appointment for her l2 visa appointment so mm-hmm. if i travel now is it possible i can enter through ap and she travel through l2 or uh, what your recommendation when is her appointment what is it when is her appo- when is her appointment uh, appointment is in uh, july i my and travel is after you, your travel is after july after her appointment after her appointment no i don't see any problem in it okay before okay. the appointment if But, i travel then it's a problem, right correct i don't know i don't know it may become a problem i don't like i don't like to take the risk of that next person yeah only thing is whether when we are put him back put him back 
when we are entering us now there will when we are entering us now i am entering through ap c is entering through l2 so whether they will be okay if i am entering in the same day Let us enter and you enter one day afterwards. Okay. Let us enter an L two. You enter after two days. Okay. She enter first. Okay. She enter through L two, and after that, I enter through after two days. Correct. Yeah, that's but in that way you avoid the risk because I don't know how they are going to act. Huh? Correct. <laughs> Even I don't know that. That's what yeah. the same. Next person, please. And we don't know. Let's not take the risk. Hey, hey, you. Hey, Rahul. Uh, so I applied for Canadian tourist visa in 2021, and I got an email last week uh, asking to send up send a passport to the Canadian embassy for the visa stamping. So, question is, my 485 is currently in progress. Is that okay, or should I just? Perfectly okay. Absolutely no problem. You're good. Okay. Thanks, Rahul. Sandy. Next person. Good morning, Rahul Garu. Thanks for taking time to answer our queries. Um, I, I have downgraded my petition in October 2020. My priority date is Jan 30th, 2012. So I'm current in EB2. Jan uh, in, what? Jan, Jan 30th, 30th 2012. 2012. Yeah, you okay? You're not current in EB3, okay? Correct. Yeah. So I interfiled my medicals in August 21. That was prior to the COVID vaccination requirement. Mm-hmm. and i also received my eb3 ead with advance parole mm-hmm. and i'm currently mm-hmm. working on h1 so my question is i may have to travel to india um what mm-hmm. happens if my 485 gets approved while i'm out of country because i won't be able to come back on h1 can i use you advance come, parole you can come back on advance parole absolutely not a problem the okay. people technically speaking about your advance parole is not valid we know that but they allow it there is a uh, they may take you to a small room okay they may take okay. you to a small room and make you wait for 15 minutes but no problem with anybody who got the green card approval while they are outside the country okay thank you and uh, do you think uscis may ask us to file medicals again now that covid vaccination is a requirement no no Okay. As long as you filed it before October first, I don't see any problem. Okay, but if at all I get an uh, query to submit it again, yeah. can I take submit medicals it. while in India, or should I come back here mm, to take the medicals? No, you have to come back. You have to come back here. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Hey, hi. This is Rupesh. Yes, go ahead, Rupesh. Hey. So I have one question. Actually, my wife is uh, wife was working uh, on H-1B visa until last month, and we had baby last month. Uh, so because of some medical complications, we are now planning to change her H-1 to H-4. I am also on H-1B visa. So my question is, can she stay in US on H-4 uh, change of status receipt? How long she has not been getting paid? Like a month now. absolutely you can file the h4 and you can file the uh, uh, she can stay on the h4 receipt she can yeah. okay and uh, how, how many uh, months gap is allowed unpaid gap is allowed uh, in between the filing less than 60 days is good but since oh, it's 30 days. days i don't want you to wait until 60 days i want you to file the h4 right now right now and once we have receipt she can absolutely stay okay thanks a lot rahul 
Next person, please. Onika. Hi. Um, I just uh, received my interview. Um, I four eighty five, and um, my question is, I'm if I'm uh, even not work like full time on my current job, which sponsored me. Is it okay? Like because they are asking like pay stub and everything. Right. So right, I didn't right. get. I I work just part time, uh, not full time. Are you working somewhere else full time? Uh, same time. No, I'm just working a sponsored company, but uh, part time, not full time. The main question that pops up there is that it's not whether you are working for the company, whether you are working part time for the company is irrelevant. What is more relevant is that does the company has a full-time opportunity for you once you get the green card? Mm -hmm. So my current so, situation is not so important. No, it's not important. You may not be working for the company. It doesn't matter. You may be working for part-time. You may be where, whichever country you are in, but do you have the full-time job offer there? So okay. in the because employer letter, in the employer letter, they have to define it very clearly. Though you're working part-time, your intention is once you get the green card, that you will be taken full-time for the position for which they offered you for the I-140. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Make sure that letter defines it. Okay. Then okay. it will be easy to explain. And then you must have some logical explanation why you're working part-time and why you're working full-time. If you have some logical explanation, that'll be fine. It doesn't matter whether you're working for the company or not. What it matters is do you have a full-time job? Let's say you get the green card in June 1st. Are you going to have a full-time job? So they need to, it, it's mm -hmm. better since you are working part-time, they define that in the employer letter. Okay? Okay. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. Yashoda? Hello. Hi, Rahul. Are you yes, able to hear me? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Hi. Yeah, so my question, uh, Rahul, last time, like I checked with you, like um, my perm is uh, in audit and currently I'm in Canada. So mm -hmm. you suggested me that I can uh, file, uh, go for H4 stamping and uh, mm -hmm. visit uh, US because my family is in US. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now my question is, uh, um, so I, I'm, I'm filling uh, DS-160 and uh, I'm not getting immediate appointments, visa appointments from Canada. So mm -hmm. if uh, anyways, I'm going to book the appointment, but if in case my perm and uh, I-140 H1 extension approves before, and if I want to, um, uh, uh, if I want to go for H1 visa stamping, will those two be clashing at that, if, if, if they are clashing at that point of time, right? Uh, can they so, so, uh, cancel wait, wait, wait. the H4 so, so. visa stamping? So Hello? if you get the, if you are eligible for the H-1B, you can make a H-1B appointment, ma'am. Okay. Not a problem. Just the fact that you, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Can you hear yes, me? Yes. Yes. Hmm. Okay. The fact that you filed H-4 stamping, and now you are going to go for H-1B stamping and a pinch of H-4 is not going to be a problem for you. You saying oh. that Coca-Cola is your company. This mm -hmm. uh, John Doe is your husband is not a problem. Not a problem at all. Mm -hmm. Okay. 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 So uh, like um, H4 stamping also, I can go now. And once uh, Absolutely. my H1 is approved, I can go for H1 stamping on also. Uh, 
absolutely you can do that yeah and uh, like if i don't get uh, like uh, if i don't get my h4 visa stamping immediately if, it, if that also takes 6 months back and by that time if i receive my h1 um, approved copyright then approved. can i cancel my h4 visa stamping and go only for h1 you can you can absolutely do that i can do that right okay yeah, uh, because yeah. there will be already application with uscis right mm -hmm. so just yeah. i'm checking you get that okay yes. next person please mohammed mohammed hello hi rahul sir yes go ahead uh, quick question um so my 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 question is tricky i mean my 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 situation is little tricky my h1b got denied uh, back in 2016 and um i due to my stratford university i didn't know i was i filed in my, my employer had filed in masters court at the time and then i didn't know back then and then it got denied and eventually i i had to leave the us and then i filed the for comedian pr so i got the canadian pr and moved to canada and my priority date was uh, i140 was approved and it was 2014 that but it was current so i reached out to my current employer and then they are going to file it through the consular processing um mm -hmm. the situation here it is and then i visited i i i think i accrued overstay i guess uh, unlawful stay back in 2016 2017 uh, i didn't know at that time um while i was doing the canadian pr and then due to the family my my wife was going through some um she was having some family issues also um health issues so and then so i visited the us uh, afterwards also uh, i got went to us uh, um on the visit visa uh by getting the visit visa here so i'm not sure whether that uh, uh i'm since i'm doing the consular processing um uh, through filing i84 i824 and other so, so not sure you whether... you said you applied for a visiting visa yes, now in yes. the visiting visa did you mentioned that you accrued unlawful presence here in united states i don't i didn't had a, a option there on the ds160 i don't now, recall in the in the ds160 clearly asked have you ever violated the status have you ever been unlawfully present in this in this country and you mentioned no to that so definitely that's a trouble something for you to get a green card now you will have to have a private consultation next okay. person please because that's a conflict there it's there on every ds160 form it's there next and the last person today guys Kiran and if you have any questions uh, you can post it i will answer about four or five questions post it in the chat box yes correct uh yes so i uh, my priority date is current on eb2 right now it's uh, april 2014 uh, but uh, mm -hmm. i was downgraded in october 2020 to eb3 and i got uh, ead and ap so i am on h1b still but uh, my wife used uh, ead okay and uh, <clears throat> what is um, what is my options right now so i can do interfile or refile or uh, uh, interfile only not refile if you want to refile is your wife search for approved i94 ah uh, yes her h4 is approved we didn't apply h4 ead because we have this uh, uh, aos ead so okay we used just to stop interfiling is the best option for you okay sounds good thank you Okay, I'm going to go with some of the questions, guys. Um, no, ma'am, it still will not have any problem, Sandy, to, for you to come back and advance parole. Even though your green card is approved under EB2, you can come back and EB3 advance parole. Not a problem. RF uh, Ravi RFP takes about 
uh, one week to 10 days is the time that it takes for the RFP. Uh, Satish, I have an I-140 with previous employer. I'm not working. It's been withdrawn, not working with it. Uh, is there anything like reinstating? Yes, they can, they can file an I-140. You don't have to go to the perm application. They can directly file an I-140 and 485 for you. Uh, Vijay, we don't see that. We still see a lot of transfers coming up, though, uh, going for the National Benefit Center. Can we apply for the uh, uh, H-1B extension while outside United States? Yes, you can. But it has to be consular processing. Yes, you can. Uh, I know I don't know why they call people for interview, and even if there is no stay. Um, I don't know. I can't tell why, though. It's very hard for me to predict it. Sometimes, you know, one guy's name is Murali, A-L-I. So somewhere they thought he's a Al-Qaeda guy. Who don't, you know, they called him for an interview. Rupesh, I already told that if the person is in legal status, they file the change of status to H-4, they can stay in United States. Uh, Bhakti, there is no rule that you cannot change the employer within the first six months of the approval, though. The only thing is that if it's a new quota, though, you should wait until the October 1st passes on before you change to a different company, though. My H-1B expires um, in, in January. Can I start the ex extension process right now? No, you can only do the extension uh, within six months period, though, within six months period. But if there is an amendment plus extension, the six months rule is not applicable. You can do it anytime you want to. I don't know what this Kendall field office is. I have no trends about that particular one though. You can file one more if you want to. I mean, but uh, Shilpa, that, but you need to understand why it's stuck there. You can raise a service request if it costs the processing time. Uh, you can take the four months vacation in India. That's not a problem, uh, Hari. That's not a problem. Um, but make sure that you come back within six months after your exit outside the country. If you're coming after six months, I would strongly recommend that you consult a lawyer because there are not a lot of negative consequences you will face. Anybody has any important appointments, uh, you guys can book an appointment, emergency appointment if you want to travel. Uh, or uh, It's there online, guys. Yeah, Poonam, if uh, I'm is expecting it's because you got a 221G, that means US Embassy, uh, you'll have to make an appointment. You have to send an email to them. They will they will give you an appointment and then you'll have to go and speak with them. Uh, Kanan, the best thing is for you to come back on H1B into United States and then choose some other company to file an I-140 and 485 for you. That'd be the best thing for you. Thank you guys coming for the next conference call will be tomorrow at 4.30. Sorry, we couldn't take all the people. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.